0: Welcome to Astro Tea, everyone. This is your weekly astro forecast and survival guide to the stars. So thank you to all our OG Astro Fam and newbies for joining us while we take a closer look at the transits and cosmic energy of the week ahead. So we have some amazing products like the Astro Tea Journal and the Astro Calendar to empower you on your unique journey of divine alignment with nature. Just click on the available links. And if you haven't already, sign up for the email list to join the tea party and get all the exclusive sips. We do love Clubhouse so much for all the amazing souls that we've been able to connect with and for being the first platform that Astro started on. As we continue to grow and expand according to our visions for Astro starting on June 25th, YouTube and Instagram, along with all streaming platforms for our podcast, will become the only destinations for your weekly cosmic forecast and as we migrate from cub House, we are so excited for all that we have in store for our astro fam and invite you to all connect with us on youtube and instagram so that you don't miss a single brew subscribe to our podcast and youtube channel to continue getting all the astro tarot and tea this powerful astrological year
1: so let's get this cosmic tea brewing hey soul yes oh, i'm excited to get into this week So if you're joining us for the first time, we're going to run through the transits of the upcoming week from both the perspective of astrology and the corresponding tarot cards. And then we're going to have a conversation at the end on stage. So if you want to grab some tea, get your Astro Chi journal, we're going to get right into it. I hope y'all had a great full moon, by the way. We're definitely still in the energy of the full moon. It happened at 1142 p.m. Eastern Standard Time last night, June 3rd. And um yeah we're definitely still in this energy i hope that you were able to read through our full moon email for the full moon in sagittarius and that it was helpful because um i know i personally build on it for a few of the days this week kind of emerging out of this full moon energy so yeah hopefully y'all were uh, able to get a chance to read through it so there's a lot of great stuff in there so we're starting off the week tomorrow monday june 5th with venus entering leo so venus is shifting out of cancer into the masculine fixed fire energy of leo so this is really about celebrating ourselves and our accomplishments Um, it's important to note that as venus in leo is starting out in the second house of the sun in gemini we have to understand the importance of maintaining a consistent healthy relationship with our self-worth right leo is an energy that can be very confident and secure and self-assured but it can also be very prideful and arrogant. And while yes, some Leos choose to be that way because they can back up everything they say, right? There's others that you know this energy of Leo could be one that develops self-worth based on external affirmations and validations from other people, right? So this pridefulness, this arrogance, is, is more of like an insecurity um due to like needing external validation. And then yeah, for some Leos, you know, they they can back it up. So you know, I don't hate the. I hate the player or the game, I guess, in this situation. So while Venus and Leo, we may be complimented more. We may be approached more. We may receive more recognition for our hard work and our efforts. And it can feel really good, but it's a shaky foundation if that's where we're trying to build our sense of self-worth from. So just keep that in mind. And so overall, some themes with Venus entering Leo, we could be changing up our personal style, especially hair. Um, whether it's dyeing it, cutting it, wearing it out more, right, it's like our main, like how are we expressing ourselves through hair will be a big theme with Venus and Leo, Uh, buying gold in terms of like jewelry because Leo deals with adornment, like how do we adorn ourselves in a stylish way, Um, but overall the value of gold as well being like a conversation um, on the main stage also attaining value and status from creative ventures. So you could have been working on a creative project or something you're passionate about and now it's reaching a state where you are attaining more value you're bringing in more income more people are supporting or or asking how they can support if that was never something that was happening before um feeling more confident asking for donations or support or clients you know just feeling more confident in those dynamics of like this is what i can do for you this is the problem that i can solve this is the value that i can bring into your life and being able to say that and articulate that confidently Uh, also examining our relationship with entertainment how much time how much money uh, energy and resources are we devoting to entertainment feeling entertained that feeling you know engaged by like media or an artist or a concert or an experience right what is our relationship between how much energy we expend towards uh, entertainment in particular and then also our sexual identity and expression of that as well is very leo concept so like what's our relationship with our sexuality what are we projecting out there right in terms of our sexuality how we express that uh what relationships are we inviting in right what kind of relationships are we open to and inviting into our lives if that's something we're looking for and also what sexual interactions and environments make us feel secure honored respected and uplifted you know we can have fun but it's important like what requirements is there honesty is there a certain conversation is, is there a certain environment do you need the candles do you need to have open conversation. Do you need to have a mood do you need to feel like what are the things that you need to feel from both an individual and an environment in order to feel sexually uplifted sexually secure respected like that person honors you right even if y'all not serious like it's important important for that person who has that level of engagement with you to thank you the hottest thing since sliced bread okay you know what I'm saying so those are just general themes for Venus going into Leo and we'll talk about it more as Venus and Leo starts to make different aspects but that's just you know our overall overview as we go into this energy on Monday so Empress what does this look like in the tarot? Yes, Monday's
0: energy, we're boldly stepping into this week, okay, period, so... For Monday with Venus entering Leo on June 5th in the tarot, we have the Empress entering strength in the King of Wands energy. And the Empress entering strength is a transit that can really allow you to feel courageous and confident in celebrating and loving yourself exactly as you are because you know exactly what you want to create. And so this transit is allowing you to be the same person on stage that you are behind the curtain because everywhere you are, the love that you have for yourself fills that environment that you're in. And the same royal treatment that you give yourself in private is the same royal treatment that you expect from others because you also give that energy to your family, your friends, and those who you allow in your presence or intentionally share your time with during this transit. So your passionate energy is really best served with the side of pleasure. Okay, this The topic, while the Empress is in strength, is is regality. It's giving regality. So when you're going to bed, when you're walking in the park, when you're going shopping, when you're walking on your goals, carry yourself in a regal way during this transit. When you look good, you feel good, right? So dress in a way that makes you feel effortlessly confident. Know now or know how valuable your energy, your love, and your time are and act accordingly. Like the king of wands we have here, you're in charge of your actions and the energy. So remain fixed on your direction. Leah was a fixed sign. Remain fixed on your direction that you're going to and lead others into the correct way to treat you by setting a firm and focused example. The empress will be opposing judgment retrograde or Pluto today at zero degrees, so there will be a sense of purity that we feel as a collective in transforming how we see ourselves and making the conscious decision to hold others to that same new standard for healing growth and a higher vibration collectively and so i really love what you mentioned so about potentially feeling prideful and arrogant during this time based on external validation and also the fact that you brought up you know um, more recognition due to status from our creative ventures that's really what I meant about you carrying yourself in a regal way because you know like this king of wands where you're headed what goals you have that you want to share with other people what performance you want to give when you go out front and you know on the stage because you've been practicing non-stop behind the curtain. So so um, you also talked about changing up our personal style which I definitely see while venus is in leo um and also buying gold i love that you mentioned you know both wearing it and investing in it um, most definitely can see that coming up while venus is in the energy of leo so um really love how this week has started
1: out and let's get into tuesday's transit yes and as we get into tuesday i love what you said on monday about the outer matching the inner because that was like a theme that i was kind of seeing with this gemini energy um, about duality and maybe duplicity, uh, Leo energy, about how we're projecting things forward. And now on Tuesday, June 6th, we have the sun in Gemini, quincunx the moon in Capricorn. The moon is, is chilling in the eighth house of the sun. So for me at first I was like, okay, what is something about the external projection, the masculine force of conversation, of, artic- of speaking, Something is not on the same page as like the feminine, the private, the inside, especially in the eighth house, right? So, what I was getting for Tuesday, June 6th, was listen closely to people's words, especially on this day, because they will unconsciously be very clear indicators of that person's intentions, motivations, and desire for power or personal advancement, right? Generally speaking, our words do that already, right? They are unconscious signals to like what's going on in our mind as we are choosing these particular words and articulating them in a particular way right so that's nothing new in terms of people's external presentation being an indication of like what could be going on beneath the surface but with this quincunx to the moon in capricorn especially intuitive like feminine earth energy in the eighth house of the sun i'm like especially feeling that for this day, so the imagery that I got was, you know, either listening to a politician or a spokesperson or maybe like someone giving a keynote address, right? Someone whose job or their role is to be very like socially charming to the public. this could be a celebrity as well on social media making a statement right and they're saying really great things they may be providing data and receipts and information and charming the crowd right really working the room but you're just sitting there like observing their body language you're listening intuitively and you're picking up on like Okay, there's an undisclosed personal motivation here. What is it? It's maybe not necessarily bad, but it's definitely undisclosed. It's definitely beneath the surface. It's definitely not coming up in all of the wonderful, charming things that they're saying. What is it? Right? So don't speak on it just yet, especially with this in conjunction to the sun in Gemini. It may not come out the right way, or it actually may reverse on you. You might get that Uno Reverse card where people think that you have an unconscious motivation for exposing. That information, right? So you know it could work both ways. So just don't speak on what you see just yet. You're in more of like a data collection phase, right? Add it to your mental notes as an instance and a a potential pattern that could be forming, right? Capricorn energy really helps us to utilize pattern recognition. So you're like, huh? Wait a second. This is this is not the first time that they do this. When I think that they're being dishonest, like is this a tell, you know, for when they're lying? Is this, you know? Capricorn is helping us to see like is there a pattern here or is this an isolated incident with what I'm picking up about this person or this place or this environment? And we're also gonna understand on a deeper or personal level that in a lot of instances, dishonesty comes from wanting to maintain either status or access or control, right? Again, this is not a new concept or idea, but some sort of personal understanding, like something happened to you personally or that you think about it in a deeper sense of these kinds of principles of what, why are people dishonest? What is people's motivation to lie? Or maybe, you know, choose their words carefully. So this was definitely a theme for the full moon in Sagittarius that we just experienced it was direct honesty versus carefully crafted deception so the moon in Capricorn and the sun in Gemini are helping us to see the cat right <laughs> see all the cat through the words and the artistry so that was the major thing that I was getting for this day, but also with this happening at 15 degrees, uh, a Gemini degree, having the sun at 15 degrees and conjunct the moon in the eighth house at 15 degrees, definitely I was getting conflict amongst siblings and family members pertaining to an inheritance, um, some sort of will, some sorts of inheritance. And with Mars being in Leo, and it being a Mars day, right? Uh, it, it can feel like everyone feels entitled to it. Like the conflict about the inheritance is everyone's like, well, I deserve it because this. Well, I deserve it, but because this, right? So there could that could be the source of the conflict or the misunderstanding as it comes to sorting out matters with some sort of pending uh estate or inheritance is what i was getting for tuesday so what does this in conjunction look like in the tarot empress with the sun in gemini and the moon in capricorn
0: yes oh my gosh for tuesday we're diving right in in the tarot for june 6 we have the sun and the lovers and knight of swords energy in conjunct the high priestess and the devil and queen of pentacles energy so what i was picking up is how does communicating with the people you love bring feelings of entrapment toxicity power dynamics and deception and this is also giving a mental connection in relationships and knowing what you both want but there's a lack of connection and feelings of entrapment specifically when it comes to a physical sexual aspect of the connection and this could mean that There is a heavy focus on monetary gain, on one or both of your part, and financial stability, and not so much on the bodily pleasure and feeling satisfied by one another. This could lead to the use of other physical objects, right? Other than the lover you're connected with to satisfy those worldly pleasures like drugs, alcohol, money, and other, you know, sexual um, objects to satisfy that. If there's a disconnect romantically that you're feeling during this transit, whether you are single and using physical objects to satisfy you, or you are in a relationship and using them with the Knight of Swords and the Queen of Pentacles here, it may be time to get more comfortable in your vulnerability, to have more harmony between your ego and intuition. So can you perhaps be more nurturing Attentive and caring to your emotional needs and the needs of others. Now that we are in the energy of regality that I mentioned yesterday with us uh, with Venus entering Leo, what kind of rulership style do you have? You know that came that was really interesting. It came up. Are do you have more of an autocracy, democracy, anarchy? You know what style of rulership do you typically have? Once you know what kind of ruler that you want to be you can then make that clear to other people and even decide who you want to rule with and how this is a time where we need to be able to trust our own actions as much as the actions of others around us so be open to initiating with this cardinal energy of Capricorn changes with Gemini according with this transit right accordingly with this transit so I really love what you mentioned so about unconscious motivations to disclosing information that we pick up um I can definitely see that happening on a day like today especially if like I mentioned before there's more of that vulnerability that needs to happen in order for that harmony between your ego and intuition to happen so that people are like wow not only are they in a position of rulership but they're also a democratic ruler you know they're fair they're willing to uh show how they relate to society or are they trying to hide things and have more of an autocracy where it's like it's just me ruling i'm only going to give you the information you need to know you know or is it anarchy like y'all do whatever you want to do i don't care i'm not connected to any of it and i you know I'm just here to look good like you said with the Leo energy so uh, really deciding that can really help create clarity about who you want to have around you and um, the quality of people that you have around you as well at this time uh, for today's transit so I'll leave it there let's go ahead and get into Wednesday so
1: I love the part where you talked about entrapment like either monetary gain and and bodily pleasure and things like that and the entrapment when it comes to physicality and sexuality because we're really going to get into that at the end of the week when we got Pluto going back into Capricorn so I feel like you kind of you really set the stage with talking about the devil and the queen of pentacles energy with the high priestess sets the tone for one of the last transits of the week where we will we'll talk. We'll, we will be talking about Pluto going back into Capricorn. So I'm excited for that conversation. So moving on to Wednesday, June 7th, we have the moon in Aquarius opposing Venus in Leo. So this is really interesting. I love how this week is flowing between what the both of us are saying, Empress. Uh, we have... The moon in Aquarius, Venus in Leo. Venus will be opposing not only the moon, but also Pluto, right? The moon is conjunct Pluto and Aquarius on this day as well. So it's very, very powerful magnetic energy with Venus and the moon and Pluto all coming in uh, to this like opposition energy of like resolving some sort of energy. And it's happening at one degrees, which is an Aries degree. So it's giving us like, what are we Taking from this experience and projecting forward or understanding about ourselves or applying to ourselves is the question. So there's a major transformation going on in terms of our relationships, our sexuality, our individuality, our commercial and social value. And how is that being exchanged? How is that being reciprocated? Is it, right? When I say how, you your answer could be like it is being reciprocated very poorly (laughs) it is not being reciprocated at all right it's like what is the nature of that of the commercial and social those are both aspects of venus we're talking about yes in a in a business sense cool but even socially like are your friends checking in on you are they reciprocating the same level of care and intention is your partner doing that do you feel that from your family right how are the scales even though we're not talking about libra are the scales balanced right scorpio is looking for um or not scorpio but pluto pluto and aquarius is looking for fairness you know what i mean balancing out the karmic scales as well so some of us are being called to step out as an individual, especially like an independent thinker with this Aquarius energy. It's like the unconventional thoughts and opinions within a group, right? Having that dissenting opinion, while some of us are being asked to leave the palace. It's funny what you were saying at first, like what kind of ruler are you? Cause I was like, some of us are like, how do we emerge out of the collective as a ruler? Like, okay, we, we are too talented. We are too gifted. We have too many leadership qualities to just be sitting there in the group right? It's time for us to rise up. Some of us, it's like, listen, you've been in the palace a little too long, right? Can you just leave? Can you serve your constituents? Can you be one with the people to balance your ego a little bit? You know, can you be amongst the people? What do they need from you? What are they looking for? What are their challenges? What are their problems that you can bring solutions to as the ruler, right? As the leader. So we're seeing that as well We're going to take it back to Aquarius season. We talked a lot about this when the sun was in Aquarius, when we still had Saturn in Aquarius. We talked a lot about systems, having the proper financial systems, processes, and procedures, right? Remember when we were like... Um, You don't want to go to a networking event and then someone's like, oh, cool, where's your business card? You're like, oh, I don't have one. And someone's like, ooh, like, where is your website? Can I find you on that? You're like, I don't have it. Oh, here's my URL, but it's not really set up. Or like, someone's like, hey, great. Like, where'd you get that shirt? Oh, I actually made that shirt. I'm a designer. Cool, where's the link to the piece where I can like support it and buy it? Or can I share your brand on social media? Oh man, I actually haven't finished setting up my social media, right? We talked a lot about that in Aquarius season. So I think... For us who've tried, who've initiated, who've instituted some sort of system or process, we're definitely seeing that pay off in terms of stabilizing and maximizing our income and because venus in leo it's a fixed sign so it's bringing stability but leo can work a room right when leo feels confident leo can charm anybody into giving some money into supporting right so it's maximizing our income as well because you have now you've got 500 business cards you're trying to get those sent out right you're trying to give them to everybody you can you have a website, you're trying to put QR codes everywhere you can, that's Leo energy. I work so hard on this, of course i am a to flex it, of course I'ma send it out to people. And just that is helping you bring in more commercial energy as well. But if you know you don't got nothing set up, you're not gonna be putting your business out there, right? If you're like, oh, I don't even got a website. If someone reaches out and wants to support, I don't even know where I'ma lead them to. So you know what, I'm just not gonna say anything about my business, right? So we're seeing that. We're also learning that when we have pure intentions, we can move more confidently because the inner matches the outer. That's what I love that you said that earlier, Empress. (laughs) And then that creates social waves, like just having the inner match the outer. When we know I'm trying to provide the best quality of product or the best service, I want to help my community. When we're genuine about our intentions, why wouldn't we be knocking on doors? Hey, you want to support kids? you know, getting into sports, hey, you wanna support women, um, whatever whatever your cause is, right? You wanna um, help food scarcity in your community, right? When you know you have that intention in your heart, you're gonna be knocking on doors, you're gonna be making relationships. How can you help these kids? How can you help these women? How can you help the elderly? Whatever your cause is, right? it's going to create social waves people are going to want to tap into that magnetic authentic energy they want to support you right having a quality product is important it should be an extension of you when you are trying your best always right you're you're uh product speaks for you right i got my braids done like a month ago when i tell y'all i'm not exaggerating like 15 people have come up to me to say like where'd you get them done who's your braider i'm like every time i just send props to her because i'm like her finesse and her gift speaks for itself like people are coming up to me her quality product it speaks for the best part of herself and that is bringing her commercial energy just because she is that girl she got the skills she can braid excellently <laughs> um by the way if y'all are in Jersey I will send you her contact information she is like an incredible braider in person so if you want that I'll, I'll send that to you she's great so lastly Um, yes of course right so the quality the product should be an extension of you at your best you want the product to speak for yourself but what people are really supporting is you that's what they can't get anywhere else. At the end of the day, you can always get your braids done somewhere else, but what is memorable about her is like how she made me feel, how comfortable, how professional, how, she was like, girl, I got snacks, girl, I got drinks. You want Netflix? What do you want to put on Netflix? You want to recline back and you can take a nap while I do your braids? I was like, what is this luxury service, you know? I remember her, you know, at the end of the day, I can get my hair done anywhere. But like that trifecta of things that I enjoyed and I appreciated is something that cannot be replicated. So some of us are trying to be Aquarian and be like, Oh, what's hot? What's the trends? What's the what's popping right now? And let me try to replicate that When It's like no one can do it with the same originality. Why are you trying to, you know, those are the people that need to step more into the Leo energy so we're seeing that authenticity and originality in your mission and your passion it literally pays off right but also it gives us social currency with other aligned activists philanthropists community organizers people who actually are in positions to really support you and amplify you when they see like oh they're just they're transparent they put their best foot forward their their quality their effort speaks for themselves before they even enter the room so just excited I'm sorry I got into it like I'm just it's very exciting motivating energy for this week if we really are accountable and get our shit together so Empress I'm excited we've been on the same page I love how we just tracking back and forth this week so what do you have for Wednesday
0: I know I love it okay let me lower my voice I loved all of that I was living I was living do not apologize for that that was so bomb we said so many amazing things and I can't wait to touch on them so for Wednesday, June 7th in the Tarot. We have the High Priestess in the Star and King of Swords, opposing Empress in the Energy of Strength and the King of Wands. And today's forecast really brings attention to the things that we associate with royalty and the things that we don't associate with royalty in the collective. And the process of your transformation is royal. It is sacred. It is beautiful because God made it that way. And today's transit is about watching a butterfly break out of a cocoon and seeing the royalty in that process. There's a regality when it comes to surrender. There is regality in healing. There's regality in allowing others to see you as a caterpillar, then in the cocoon, then breaking out the cocoon and as a butterfly. If the process is what creates your character and your personality and your style and your self-love, then that is worthy of being shared with the collective so that they get to see that royalty and see that it's an energy that you exude due to constantly showing up for yourself and loving yourself exactly where you are because you know where you're going like the King of Wands energy here. Being truthful and honest about your journey with this King of Swords allows you to shine in a unique way that sets your kingdom apart from others and earns the respect of the community. So love yourself at whatever stage of your journey you're in right now. And maybe if you're not able to see the regality in your current position right now, maybe it's because you don't have a clear vision of what you want the end result to be. So get clarity this Mercury day, create your dream life, visualize something that scares you a little and then lock in on what actions need to be implemented to reach it. And I love so much like everything that you said, so. but when you were saying what what we are, what are we understanding about ourselves? You know, at this point, what are we understanding about ourselves? This process of us having to work on our certain gift or talent, creating a product. Like you mentioned about going out and people asking you know, about your business cards and you having something to show for it. You going through that process of putting yourself out there in the community and handing out business cards. Enough to get to that part where like your stylist, she can have that experience when you do come to her. She has the Netflix. She has the reclining seat. She has snacks and drinks on deck, you know? Embrace that whole process. All of it is what makes you royal. All of it is what people are going to be attracted to the most. Instead of being a copy paste, like, you know, you said with this Aquarius season, you creating your own individual kingdom that people are like, you know what? This this kingdom is cool. That one's cool. But I'm going to hit up this one. Because this one, I can put my feet up. This one, I can take a nap while she braids my hair. Uh -uh. Uh-uh. She is unique out here with this Aquarius energy, right? She's seeing into the future of braiding hair, right? And so what you mentioned as well about there's too many leadership qualities that we have in this society for people to be blending in with the group. Like you have so many star pay- player qualities that God has given you that you're now trying to, you know, pour into someone else and look into this entertainer or this celebrity and not recognize your own shine. It doesn't matter if there's 1,500 people that already you think in your mind and your view saturate your industry. Be 1,501 and know that your kingdom is going to stand out because you create the experience. It's about you connecting with the community at this time. So I love that you said that. Also, it made me think of what spiritual connection do we have? And I'm going to get into that tomorrow for the square we have. Um, So I'll talk a bit more about that. But you when you said does our inner match our outer? I was like, That's straight bars. Does your inner match your outer for you to like we mentioned in previous transits this week, when in order for you to exude royalty, what's on the inside? What is what is producing that regal energy that you're now exuding? Thinking about that. Your gift will speak for itself, you know, creating that experience. So many bars that you dropped. Um But this energy for today, this transit, like you can't help but have like more of that confident Leo energy when you're sharing. Like I definitely felt that um, when I was looking at the cards and just in your voice and how you were explaining the transit astrologically. So without further ado, I'll leave it there. But let's get into Thursday's transit
1: so i'm excited for your take on thursday as well with the the spiritual aspect because i was definitely picking up on that as well so with thursday june 8th we have now the moon is in aquarius it has progressed to f- quite a few degrees we're at 20 degrees now <clears throat> and it's going to be squaring uranus and taurus so the moon in aquarius is in the ninth house of the sun and uranus and taurus is in the 12th house of the sun hence that kind of spiritual element that i was like picking up on that i'm excited for empress to address too And this ninth house element really brought me back to the full moon as well. Like, what are we now that we're kind of, um, I say ninth house because the full moon was in Sagittarius, right? So what have we learned? What have we started to see, um, manifestations of in terms of what we've unlocked, what type of personal freedom or expression we wanted to cultivate and put intention towards with the full moon. So some of us, are really breaking down barriers and limitations in order to develop deeper spiritual fulfillment. So go back to the full moon email. We talked a lot about um, realizing that, okay, we've gotten to these higher heights, right? Cool, we wanted to scale up, cool, we wanted to Reach new horizons. Cool. The full moon's like here, you know, you've gotten there. But these higher heights and expanded horizons come with more discipline, more responsibility, more confidence, more extroversion, right? Naturally, like putting yourself, like literally putting yourself out there, meeting prospective clients, like, you know, dealing with current clients, recurring clients that you have, maintaining levels of consistency and professionalism and all these things. And especially, if we go back to the day before, especially if we maybe haven't got all of our systems and processes and procedures in place, we might be a little overwhelmed, right? Like, wow, I asked for abundance. I didn't realize this meant triple the clients that I'm accounting for, that I'm dealing with maybe like customer service issues and this and shipping and whatever, whatnot, right? So that might trigger this this extra need for responsibility right we asked for more but now we're asked to do more in order to sustain the more that we're like praying for so we're realizing that this upgrade may trigger existing personal limitations that are now causing tension with living at this new level of abundance it's like okay we no longer can do that (laughs) we can no longer make these decisions because we need this amount of energy or we no longer can go to bed at this time because we got to be up at this time if we want to maintain this structure and system and flow we got to cut our spending in this if we want to have money to be able to do that like you know playing around with a lot more discipline So that comes to the willingness to dive into those limitations and work on them, to nurture them, to bring healing and affirmation to them is going to give us insight, right? It's going to just like really teach us about this process of reparenting ourselves and not having to like healing doesn't always have to be like aggressive, like internally towards ourselves. And it's also gonna give us an understanding of what is truly meaningful and valuable to us. Like what matters? Like when I don't really have energy, when I don't have time, when I'm kind of like low, like what is really, what is that one thing that is meaningful to me, that is valuable to me? So the moon in Aquarius is gonna bring logical stoic energy but also innovative energy and accepting. It brings an acceptance of all things unconventional. So healing is gonna bring a level of self-acceptance, right? We're gonna be able to accept our gifts, our limitations, our desires, and also our fears. And then even that shift, right? That shift of just like, I accept it. I accept it, I accept that. You know these are my limitations i accept that i'm really good at these things i accept that these are the things that i want out of life i accept that these are the things that scare me about wanting those things out of life just that shift of accepting it can open so many unexpected doors and opportunities for us and especially with that uranus energy that we're talking about today so yeah empress i'm excited to hear what you have for thursday's transit with the square So on Thursday, June
0: 8th, in the Tarot, we have the High Priestess in the energy of the Star and King of Swords, squaring the Fool in the energy of the Hierophant and King of Pentacles. And with today's forecast, our ability to be sincerely open, specifically when it comes to unexpected opportunities that are based on our consistent frequency is directly interfering with our fixed transmission of downloads, gifts, and abilities from source, from raw, right? In other words, if you are a radio station, when people tune into you, are they able to hear you clearly? Or is there constant static, right? Our variance in frequency is causing variance in our abundance levels and you could have a job that makes you enough money to cover all your physical needs and expenses. However, that work schedule is what is causing your radio station to sound static because you can't connect as strongly to spirit due to the time requirement of that job. What is more important to you at this time? Physical stability or spiritual stability? Do you have a good spy-fi connection? Right. Or connection to spirit. I love that we both made references back to Aquarius season for these moon and Aquarius transits yesterday and today because it really was hitting like Aquarius was literally coming back to me. Um, and a lot of the things we spoke about in Aquarius season by having a spiritual connection, you can actually increase your connection to the energy of abundance. Right. And experience an increase in your financial situation as a result. Having financial stability does not always lead to an increase in spiritual connection, though. So which one will you choose to prioritize at this time? Right. Which you choosing to prioritize spirit is also choosing to prioritize, like we talked about in yesterday's transit, how you're communicating your value, how you're showing regality in the world, how you're being confident and courageous and putting yourself out there and putting your skills and talents out there for people to see. Right. And attracting that energetic exchange from others that see your value through your gifts and talents that you were sent here to share. So which one are you going to choose to prioritize? How much do you believe in yourself? How much do you believe in your sauce? Right. I love what you what you were mentioning made me think of, you know, more power equals more responsibility. You know, usually I I was thinking at first, I'm sorry, Biggie came in my head where I was like more money, more problems. And I was like, no, okay, wait, how do we rearrange this? And I was like, okay, more power, more responsibility like that makes more sense, you know, for today's transit. So really think about that. How much do you actually believe in yourself enough to make powerful changes that will redefine your commitments and, and make you have to commit more to your gifts or talents? Like Soul was saying, you know, when you have that influx of customers and you have an online storefront, how are you gonna deal with all of those packages and then making sure they get to the post office on time, making sure they get shipped out in the five to seven business days you promised on your website. You know, writing and creating your website is different from you having an influx of customers that are now using it because you have to rely on those systems that you've created internally, right, spiritually when it comes to yourself and your your being, right? So that is what this transit is bringing our focus to, this Jupiter today, so that we can continue to release all those things that are restricting us from exploring and being open to adventures that will lead to expansion and opportunities, specifically after this full moon in Sagittarius that we had on the third, so definitely reflect on that during a day like today. I'm gonna leave it there, but let's go ahead and get into Friday's transit soul.
1: So Friday's energy is a very prophetic energy in, my, uh, in the insights that I got. We have Mercury and Taurus, sextile Neptune and Pisces. And I think we're really being given uh, an opportunity to see something before it happens, right? Which is the whole point of our show, of course. But I think even this is just collectively speaking, like the planets are looking out and saying, look, this is about to happen. So how do we prepare? And I think the lesson is being flexible and adaptable. So we have Mercury sextiling Neptune. In the final degrees, Mercury is getting ready to shift out of Taurus into its really homely comfortable sign of Gemini and it's squaring is well we have the sextile to neptune in pisces which is in the 10th house of the sun at this moment so to me this is speaking to how it's really important to yes stay disciplined and committed and persistent right this is the time and space that we're operating in but this gemini degree the fact that this is happening at a gemini degree as mercury is getting ready to pass the baton from taurus to gemini is like look keep your systems, right? Be disciplined, be committed. Like now we go add a little bit more to the mix, a little bit more to the sauce, right? Like Empress was saying, right? <laughs> About our sauce. So we added more ingredients, we're adding more components, right? And we're going to need to be a lot more flexible and dynamic, right? The systems were there, we've created them to provide a framework To kind of sustain a little bit of chaos, there might be times where there's less chaos and we could just default back to the system, or there's going to be times where there's a lot of added variables, and we're using the system as a base to deal with these things in a case by case basis spirit is giving us the intuition to be able to understand and process nuance and know how to deal with things on a situational basis. So Mercury and Gemini is going to come with a lot of rescheduling, a lot of overbook, a lot of back-to-back things, a lot of simultaneous deadlines and responsibilities, right? So it's telling us, Mercury and Taurus, we've created this system to be able to maximize our abundance. But Spirit is also gonna tug on us to like be less rigid, and be outside of our box a little bit. I don't know anyone else who's a practitioner or a entrepreneur where you've had a client and they do not adhere to your systems and procedures and you're really like, you didn't follow the system. You rescheduled like two hours right before our session or this, that, and the third, whatever. But spirit is like, give them grace. Like something is going on. Like the nuance of this situation, yes, I understand. You should be upset, but like this specific incident give them grace there's something going on and i'm gonna show you why later fast forward you finally meet with the client or you finally are able to whatever you you know do your consultation your intake whatever business you're in right you deal with the client and they explain and they're like you know what i thank you so much for being so graceful and understanding like that is not something i experience a lot in this industry so to speak whatever right some sort of You get an indication later based on why Spirit was asking you be patient. Just chill. I know they didn't follow the system. I know they're testing you. You're following a schedule. (laughs) I had you set all this up and they're just completely bringing chaos to it. But take this as a situational basis. And that's going to maximize not only our... It could be abundance, but I think it's going to teach us something Spiritually Strengthen us spiritually and also strengthen our connection. Like, all right, I need to listen more. When spirit tells me this, I'm not even going to question it. I don't know why. I know I'll find out later. Like, it's going to deepen our spiritual relationship and our spiritual development. So we'll talk a little bit more about the energy of Mercury going into Gemini later this week. But I think it's like commending on on our obedience to build these systems and structures but just understand they're just that right we're still going to need to address with a a lot of new responsibilities on a very case-by-case basis with this shift into gemini energy so empress what do you have for friday's energy with this sextile
0: yes so for friday on june 9th in the tower we have the six of pentacles sextile the eight of cups And now that Mercury is in the last degrees of Taurus and is getting ready to move into Gemini on Sunday, we should definitely have an idea of how we treat and contribute to the lives of others and how we believe we deserve to be gifted by others in the form of time, love, affection, money, and physical objects. And because this is gained, gained perspective, okay, it should also be a lot easier for us to walk away from and cease to be a part of experiences that don't embrace how we want to be treated, that don't embrace that feeling of being able to, you know, be valued, right? And what we want, what we have to offer in terms of connections and the market, So if you are in a job that undervalues you, at this point, in these last degrees that Mercury is in Taurus, you should feel okay about seeking potential opportunities that will celebrate your worth and make you feel appreciated for your gifts and time and energy. And the same goes for lovers and friendships and family dynamics and habits having that same energy across the board because now like we said with venus now and leo we have to have that regality but we have to lead with that so that people know how we expect to be treated right so really love the energy of today It was coming through very straightforward okay but let's go ahead and dive into saturday soul
1: so for saturday's energy we have the sun in Gemini is squaring the moon in Pisces. And this is happening at 19 degrees, which is a Libra degree. And the moon in Pisces is in in the 10th house of the sun. So it's interesting. We have this square between the sun and the moon, the sun being in this masculine air sign of gemini squaring the moon in this feminine intuitive energy of pisces at a libra degree so with the moon in pisces being in the 10th house again i do think that this is a continuation of i feel like friday into sunday is a blend of this like adaptability right that's needed this mutability and flexibility for the sake of fulfillment of and the realization of certain dreams and aspirations that we have in terms of our quote unquote career space, right? I use like, yeah, people talk about the 10th house career, but it's really like the legacy that we wanna leave behind and the experiences that build up. Like what are the stepping stones that, yeah, maybe you worked at this company for 10 years and then you took a break and worked for yourself and then you went back and you did this and then you were part of this initiative, whatever, right? Yes, it maybe does break down to individual experiences and jobs, but all of those were like stepping stones to cultivate some sort of legacy that ideally will live beyond you. You know, that's the point. That's what we think about when we talk about the 10th house. So it's like to be able to secure this bigger picture, this dream, right? This life is but a dream, right? All of these experiences are just like writing this longer dream of hopefully, you know, personal and spiritual fulfillment, what adaptability is needed for that? What initiative taking? What questions do you have to ask? What conversations do you have to initiate? uh, What rabbit holes you have to go down (laughs) you know what side quests do you have to be able to just decide to take at the drop of a hat because you understand that meeting these people and getting these questions answered um having these relationships are going to serve in like supplementing the foundation and the execution of this overall dream and vision this happening at libra degrees 19 degrees is like the the purpose is the relationship the currency of social like the the social value right the currency that that holds and i don't mean it in like capitalizing your friends but literally like looking at what other things are valuable in our life besides money you know how are our relationships just that much more valuable And why that that is our why when we're thinking about why are we being flexible and dynamic, it's to be able to initiate new relationships to people, places, things and experiences that at the end of the day, we're going to be able to hopefully look back, right, if we're blessed to look back in our old age and think and say, I see now, I get it now, I understand why all of these things needed to happen and why these people, places and things needed to be the setting, the supporting characters, the cast of the story that I was both living and authoring, right, Sun and Gemini. We're reading this book, but we're also kind of writing this book, but we're also kind of experiencing this book because it's autobiographical. So we're kind of writing it in real time and we don't really understand how these points connect to the overall plot but it's trusting in spirit that it's all going to make sense. So be adaptable, be flexible. Um, if something seems just weird like why is this happening to me today like lean into it you know what I mean if someone I kind of love when that happens as a sad rising someone comes and talks to me on the bus or has uh, (laughs) this guy was like yawning on the train the other day with his whole like being like it, it was late at night and he just yawns and I just look at him and I was like I feel you and he just starts laughing and other people on the train start laughing like sometimes it's saying that like when spirit is showing you things like lean in engage be present be curious because it's all part of the story that is being written in real time so that's what i have for sunday uh for saturday's energy empress what's your take on this square yeah what you just
0: said just made me think of like knowing when you've gotten all the value you will get from an experience right Oh, sorry. So (laughs) um, what I was just saying was what you reminded me of or what you made me think of just now. So was, you know, knowing when we've gotten all the value that we'll actually get from an experience, knowing when an experience is providing value to us. Like you said, with like that visual example of how everyone was feeling, you know, and then that connection you guys were able to have in that short experience that helped you to all kind of feel a bit higher it helps your frequency to come up a bit after a long day of work, after a long day of commuting and like on the train it's like dang i feel you and then everyone's like ha, ha ha and it like raises the vibration super high from that you know like that was a valuable experience that you created right um so knowing when you can get value from an experience or when you've gotten all the value you can from an experience and when to trust yourself enough to shine alone You trusted yourself enough to make that statement as an individual, even if everyone was thinking it, you said it, you know? So you trusted your shine, you trusted yourself enough to take that leap and now look at how many people you were able to connect with, even if it's for a brief moment you bringing that value from trusting your own shine. So I love that you mentioned that. So for Saturday with the sun in Gemini squaring the moon in Pisces on June 10th in the tarot, this is the sun and the lovers and knight of swords energy squaring the nine of cups. And with today's forecast, you know, this is like, is the emotional fulfillment that you want others to provide for you something that you provide for yourself? That's what I was getting for today. Because the sun and the lovers square the nine of cups, is bringing up unrealistic expectations based on the actions that support your self-worth. So this is you saying you are royal and you deserve the best from a partner, but you don't even feel royal when no one is around. It's not that others are treating you below your means, it's that you are accepting below your means from yourself and wondering why others are following your lead. Also, this brings up others treating you the way that you treat them on a day like today. But when they return that energy, you don't like it. Do you move with sharpness or do you move with grace with this Knight of Swords and Nine of Cups energy? Right, because the Knight of Swords, they got their boots on, they got them in the straddle, you know, in the saddles of the horse, like, they have this rough and tough army jacket on, and this visual I'm seeing from my card in my spread, and then the Nine of Cups, she's like, she has heels on, she has a nice white dress, she's crossing her legs, she's sitting on a bench by herself with, like, nine wine glasses behind her, her hair is done, she got lipstick on, you know, so it's like, do you move more sharp with this Knight, like a Knight of Swords? Or are you moving with grace? And how is that translating to how people are treating you based on how you treat yourself? How do you communicate your feelings about yourself to the outside world, in other words? Perhaps being more positive in the way that you speak, in the way that you dress, in the environments that you can be found will change the way your energy is received and allow you to receive differently. Cause this square is happening with the masculine sign of Gemini and the feminine sign of Pisces, okay? So really these two work at cross purposes with the square. So it, it does bring up how you can bring up those, that polarity, that masculine and feminine energy when you're showing up to spaces. Right. How with the Gemini energy, you can adapt to certain spaces based on how you want to be received in the community Pisces. So definitely taking that on board, kind of taking, reflecting on that for today's forecast and the transit for today. Um, I'll go ahead and end it there. Let's close out the week with a dynamic, crazy, powerful Sunday.
1: Yeah, those are good adjectives, because I was like, I don't know how to describe Sunday. <laughs> and I love what you said just briefly about like, are we going to be sharp like the night or more delicate and poised and graceful? And that really is interesting, too, that in the backdrop of these transits happening, we have Venus and Mars in Leo, right, at this time in the background. So Venus and Leo is kind of like, Leo think Loki charm the socks off anybody, okay, right? If you've ever been a victim (laughs) of a a prey of a leo you understand like they can really charm you they can really motivate you they can really see you like give you like they they exude that light and they're like okay shoes i see you you know that you feel seen with a leo right that's that venus and leo mars and leo is like i don't know there's something about that person they just rub me the wrong way right that's that sharpness that's that hostility or the tension or the aggression that people feel with leo sometimes it just it just rub me the wrong way right because you just got burned by the sun right so that's what i love that you explaining this dichotomy of like are we going to be sharp like the night or delicate and graceful i think in the background with having feminine venus and masculine mars both in leo that is something we're balancing in multiple ways as well so i love that you spoke to that So as we close out the week, Sunday, June 11th, we'll go back and forth. We got two transits to talk about. We got Pluto retrograde going back into Capricorn and we have Mercury entering Gemini. So we'll uh, I'll talk about Capricorn, pass it back to Empress, and then we'll close out with uh, Mercury going into Gemini. So. With Pluto retrograde, I wanted to start by saying that I love what ISO brought up. I believe it was last week about Pluto's regression into Capricorn, about how we're seeing again, for those of us who didn't understand or see it or get it the first time, How and why these existing systems and structures of social, political, and economic power have refused to pass the baton to the new age, right? We're in a new age, we're in a new frequency, power to the people, power in collective movement and organization, power in dissenting from common opinions, from the way that things have been, uh, being non-traditional to the status quo, right? We're kind of just shifting. Radically with this energy of Pluto and Aquarius, and understand that a lot of the people in these high powers of social, political, and economic power, they understand astrology, they understand metaphysics and energy and timing, right? They understand that they're like, We're in trouble. <laughs> We're in trouble because naturally, organically, universally, cosmically, we are entering an age where the people have the say where the majority shift the tide. We can't have that. <laughs> we got to preserve what we have built for generations, right? So there's this unwillingness to pass the baton. And I think we're going to see more of that. Like, mm, yeah, guys, this is not working. <laughs> we need to revolutionize a little bit. We need to start, you know, boycotting or um, removing ourselves from these systems, right? So, I think that's going to be something that we're going to observe because we're here for a while. Pluto's not going to go back into Aquarius until January of 2024. So, we have a whole, what, like maybe six months to really just be in observation mode about how these systems are trying so hard to maintain the baton and not pass it forward, right? So, um, the noose is also going back around our necks. Like, I'm excited, I'm gonna l- leave that to Empress because I know we're gonna talk about devil energy, but that's what I was getting. Like calling back to what you were talking about earlier in the week about power and sexuality and all the our desires, right? I think that that chain, that noose that the devil has in the devil card is going back around our necks, and we're gonna see the hold that certain addictions and repressed desire have on us, and it's like listen. And we can't go into the new age with these limitations. So how are we going to address them? How can we set ourselves free when Pluto returns to Aquarius? So before we get into Mercury and Gemini, I'm going to pass it over to you. I'm excited to hear what you have for Pluto retrograde in Capricorn.
0: Yes, I love that you brought up what I mentioned last week, because that was so true. And I love that you just reiterated and add on to it. But then also the fact that you took the humanitarian global view of things because what i was picking up was more like on the you know personal perspective so i love you know how we're so in sync so for sunday june 11th pluto retrograde is entering capricorn and in the tarot this is judgment in the reverse entering the devil and Queen of pentacles energy and now that humanity has experienced judgment in the star energy aka pluto in aquarius where we felt a greater need to walk on the things that embrace our unique purpose and futuristic concepts and technology and our personality based on specific gifts, talents and superpower development. Judgment in the reverse is entering the devil once again. We've we're familiar with this energy, we've gone through it, right? But we're coming back to revisit so we can more clearly identify this time around what habits and societal structures have us in a literal chokehold and with the queen of pentacles here are we prioritizing how we nurture and care for the physical objects we have or are working with to acquire or with the judgment in the reverse do we need to shift our focus to deeper emotional decisions on the internal scale, to break the external chains that money and sex and power and desire and pleasure have on us. Are you still under the impression that you have to go about life in an old outdated way that keeps your vibration low due to indentured servitude to to entities that wish to siphon your energy to make themselves more powerful? Remember that your external world is a result of your internal beliefs. And yes, challenges will always arise. This is life, right? Challenges will always arise to assist you in developing aspects of your character that will evaluate or elevate you to spiritual leadership and teaching others how to reclaim their power and cut those chains in the middleman. But you have to be willing to answer that call you have to be willing to cut your own chains first. And so now is the time to seek help with certain addictions now that we have Pluto going back into Capricorn. Now that you've noticed what it feels like to feel more free with Aquarius, now we're coming back to more restriction, you you have a better idea of what exactly these shackles are made of. So by taking the first steps to realize things, have a stronger pull on you than you thought, you're gonna be able to now cut yourself free from them, elevate to positions of spiritual leadership, and then also help other people as well to realize these addictions. Other people, you'll help. I think a lot of activism is gonna come about during this time because the restraint is gonna be a lot more evident in society when it comes to old societal structures and governments, and different countries and the influence that they have on the economy specifically because they want to continue to be in positions of power with this devil card. So I think that, you know, we might see a lot of people that are rising up and making decisions that go against what these structures are or what these economical changes are going to be. Uh, and therefore being elevated to spiritual leadership as advocates to help other people to realize that we do want to have a higher frequency on the planet. We do want to get into being able to embrace our our own gifts and talents and still be tapped into the abundance energy at the same time. It's not one or the other, right? No longer are you having to sacrifice or choose between my freedom or signing a contract just so I can survive in this world. You can do both. You can have abundance and follow your, your spiritual path and your destiny at the same damn time. Okay? You can intentionally choose a different path and focus for your life. So I'll stop it there because we still have another transit to talk about. But let's get into the second transit for today. Mercury entering Gemini Soul. So as we close
1: out the week, it is a very dynamic day with Mercury entering Gemini. So like we talked about earlier in the week, Mercury is now back at home, right? And it's masculine expression of Gemini. Remember that Mercury rules Gemini and Virgo. Virgo is a feminine earth sign and Gemini is a masculine air sign. So that is why it is the masculine expression of or, you know, counterpart of mercurial energy so with mercury gemini the phone is off the hook (laughs) we're getting emails we're getting texts we're getting dms we're getting a lot of communication and social interactions as well right we have three events happening on the same day and we're deciding how to try to make it to all three of them right we're not like oh sorry i can't go Uh, i have another commitment no we're trying to make it to all three in true gemini fashion right Um, a lot of different projects a lot of different ideas right a lot of writing a lot of reading a lot of studying um we're engaging in like flirty and to a Gemini flirting is like quick-witted right this quick-witted intelligent intellectual conversation we're consuming a lot more media and information so whether that's podcasts or documentaries really going into a research phase right a lot of these Uh, Taurus themes, Taurus season taught us what is important to us, what do we value, how do we expand value, right? Now all of this Gemini energy is really going into student mode and like filling our gaps of knowledge between, you know, what don't we know, right? Because lack of information can sometimes make us very like vulnerable in certain social situations. So Mercury is really retracing the steps of the sun right, that we've already went through. The sun at this point is around 16, 17 degrees Gemini. So the Mercury is going to be following that path of the sun. It's going to be asking new questions, going down new rabbit holes to make sure that no stone is left unturned. So during this time, we might be getting more into candle magic, right, or or certain ritual practice, being more consistent with our daily rituals and specifically working with candles, working with medicinal herbs, right, Mercury's um, relationship to, to healing and medicine, new ways of staying healthy and active using modalities like chanting breath work even like smoking rituals whether it's something like tobacco or other herbs smoking them in some sort of ritualistic fashion and a lot of like family events as well right weddings baby showers reunions anniversaries birthdays especially now as we go into the summer uh you know that's when a lot of families do their family reunions and things like that so i think just a very active social time that as mercury starts to aspect different planets we can talk about what in what area of our life it, is it kind of stretching our mental capacity and our energy and our focus so Empress, so you can close this out with how mercury and gemini speaks to the tarot
0: so on sunday june 11th we also have mercury entering gemini and in the tarot this is the eight of swords And the Eight of Swords brings with it feelings of entrapment and due to your own mental anxieties and the words of others, just feeling like you have no way of escaping potential stress or anxiety and this is because there's an influx of thoughts there's an influx of ideas and things you can learn and places you need to be like Soul said the phone is off the hook during this time information is being shared and this can all make us feel stressed it can all make us feel like we're behind like damn there's so much going on how do i keep up you know and it can also make us feel trapped Just because you cannot see or think your way out of a negative or overwhelming situation doesn't mean you cannot feel your way out. And during this transit, only those who surrender will maintain sanity. This transit will definitely bring up mental health, uh, first and foremost, and the daily habits specifically that we have or need to implement. And this is why I love the fact that Mercury rules both Gemini and Virgo. You know, like brother and sister leaning on each other, you know, like lean on a little bit of that Virgo energy when Mercury is in Gemini to help you just feel like, okay, at least if people, three people are inviting me to a party, at least I see these ones on my schedule so I can kind of anticipate and that reduces stress that reduces anxiety right? Leaning on that energy that Mercury also serves in Virgo during this time. Uh, I also thought like incorporate the serenity prayer and you guys I've never incorporated this like consistently on any type of basis in my meditations but this just came to my mind as I was doing this transit and as I was looking at the energy of this card for today. So incorporate the serenity prayer into your daily meditation and also, write it down and put it somewhere that you will see it during this transit. The entire time that Mercury is in Gemini, incorporate the serenity prayer when it comes to you meditating or just having like some mantra that you're saying throughout this time. Uh, put it somewhere that you're gonna see it while you're brushing your teeth, getting ready, whatever, to remind yourself to surrender to your own power and also to realize that you have the skills you need to grow from whatever obstacles you think you have at this time. You have the power to make decisions as to which event you want to attend, right? Soul said there's my, there might be three events happening on the same day. Okay, which one are you gonna put at the top in terms of priority? Which one are you going to choose to go to? If they're all at the same time, trust your intuition enough to make the right decision instead of being stressed and anxious and then not going nowhere and staying in the house. And then now you feel trapped in your house because there's too much to do. And so now you're not doing anything at all, right? Too trapped to move, like this Eight of Swords energy. And the Serenity Prayer says, God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. And the etymology of the word serenity means fair, calm clear weather and tranquility of mind or temper. so incorporating this prayer on a daily basis while mercury is transiting gemini can be a helpful reminder to you of your regality as we mentioned And help you avoid the negativity of other people Because let's talk about it When Mercury is in Gemini One thing that could be stressing you is other people Constantly chatting in your ear Constantly gossiping about other people Constantly telling you Oh did you see this on social media This person started their business Where's your business at? Oh, I, I know you were supposed to start this. Why? How come they're so much further than you? Da, da, da. Or your own mental stresses on the inside because you're scrolling on social media, seeing everybody else light up. Everybody else do all this stuff. Venus is in Leo at this point. So everybody else is trying to get their shine. And instead of you focusing on your own shine, you're getting stressed because other people are simultaneously wanting to shine because it's a collective energy, right? So incorporating this prayer on a daily basis can really be a helpful reminder, or just any, you know, mantras or meditations or affirmations that you can have that remind you of your own reality at this time, help you to avoid the negativity that you might be putting on yourself from internal, from in your own mind and your own thoughts, and from others as well. That will also be subject to this energy. So definitely keep that in mind. Um, this week was like lots of highs and lows right lots of really dynamic ups and downs we're definitely transitioning in this gemini season away from the spring season we're coming into the summer so we've we've been successful in seeing specific seeds and how they've grown and sprouted out of the ground right but now it's time to grow now it's time to go we have to keep watering and now we're literally gradually coming into by the 20th of june coming into the energy of cancer so this this energy is picking up coming into leo season right where the sun is going to be at maximum shine we appreciate you all so so much like we genuinely mean that it helps us to grow and we all show up as one big soul astro fam so that is all the TV we brewed for this week Thank you all for joining us for another cosmic forecast and may this upcoming week empower you to heal, grow, and thrive. So follow us on YouTube for daily timestamps throughout the week and check our available links to join the email list, order your Astro Tea products, and also book your personal consultation with us. We love you and have a terrific week.